2: You're listening to Comedy Central.
0: Right before Mitt Romney's acceptance speech, conventioners are going to, as always, be exposed, I mean treated, to a brief biographical film about the nominee. Now, you may not have seen it. Luckily, we have received an advance copy of said film. <laughs> and as a public service, we would like to show
2: you Mitt Romney's biographical film shown at the convention. This year, the American people face a choice between a self-made businessman.
3: I know how extraordinarily difficult it is to build something from, from nothing. And a radical collectivist who says things like,
4: If you've got a business, that you didn't build that. And this. I was not born in this country, and I am the leader of Al Qaeda.
2: This is the story of Mitt Romney, a human being who built that. George W. Romney was a wealthy auto executive and future Michigan governor. But being born his son was anything but luck. Willard Mitt Romney won the coveted position only by outcompeting thousands of less motivated sperm. And though, when he was a teenager, the Romney family was for a time forced to take shelter in public housing, young Mitt refused on principle to take taxpayer money for his schooling, instead convincing a local businessman to invest in his future. And then, Vietnam. Romney volunteered to serve in France, a Mormon missionary bravely fighting the French people's love of wine. It was a quagmire. Sometimes at night, he feels he's still there.
3: Bonjour, je m'appelle Miss Romney.
2: Back stateside, the handsome, connected young man bucked the odds gaining admission to Harvard, refusing, on principle, to pay for school with taxpayer money, but instead with his own hard-earned stock given to him by a local businessman. Her name was Anne Davies, and the moment Mitt saw her, he knew he was totally gonna build that. She was female, the ideal gender for a wife. They wed according to human custom, And then, merging their private sectors, produced five male offspring. Tag, Craig, Blig, Marble, and Flapjack. (laughs) Armed only with Ivy League business and law degrees, and the Rolodex of a local businessman, Mitt Romney trailblazed his way to a pioneering new Boston firm, where he learned how to secrete money. From there, it was a series of personal triumphs from single-handedly saving the 2002 Salt Lake Olympics to electing himself governor of Massachusetts. But there was still one thing left for Mitt Romney to build. A presidency. As the elite East Coast Harvard-educated creator of Romneycare started to run in the most conservative Republican field in history, Romney realized the terrible truth.
3: I'm someone who is moderate and that my my views are progressive. I will preserve and protect a woman's right to choose. We also should keep weapons of unusual lethality from being on the street.
2: He had built himself the wrong way. It would take a monumental feat
3: of self-reconstruction. Seven years. I'm firmly pro-life. $122 billion. I don't happen to believe that America needs new gun laws.
2: Round-the-clock operations across 14 time zones until finally,
3: I was a severely conservative Republican governor.
2: <laughs> Mitt Romney had done it all by himself. Mitt Romney did it all by himself. Mitt Romney, he's a human being, and he built that.
0: As you have just seen earlier, last night, Mitt Romney won big. In Florida, cementing his front runner status. And today, he's on to the morning shows for a quick little victory lap.
3: By the way, I'm in this race because I care about Americans. I'm not concerned about the very poor. We have a safety net there. If it needs a repair, I'll fix it. I'm not concerned about the very rich. They're doing just fine.
0: Did you just suggest that you don't need to care about the very rich because they're fine? but also, equivalently, the very poor, because they're okay, too. Because you know the reason the net is there <laughs> is they're not okay. It, it's, it's like a doctor going, you know, I'm not concerned about the very healthy, because they're doing fine, or the very sick, because, you know, morphine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I, you know, I, maybe I heard it wrong. I could have heard it wrong, uh, you know, obviously. Did that sound weird to anybody else? you just said i'm not concerned about the very poor because they have a safety net and i think there are lots of very poor americans who are are struggling who would say that sounds odd can you explain that tv news person just heard what candidate said and then stopped him and made him spleen himself like a flower blooming in the desert. Quick! Someone dig that up and get it away from CNN before one of their giant holographic monitors falls and crushes it.
3: Well, you had to finish the sentence, uh, Soledad. I said, I'm not concerned about the very poor that have a safety net, but if it has holes in it, I will repair them.
0: Right, but it's still a net. And here's the thing about being in a net. Being in a net is bad. Whether you're a butterfly, or a fish, or a trapeze artist, or a poor person. If you're in the net, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. But you know what? I'm sure if Romney gets a chance to clarify his, his statements, he'll in no way reinforce his aristocratic patrician master of the universe-ishness.
3: The challenge right now, we, we, we will hear from the Demo- Democrat Party the plight of the poor. And, and there's no question, it, it's not good being poor.
0: I mean, they've got to play tennis on public courts. (laughs) Ride rental ponies when their butlers tuck them in at night. I can only imagine the thread count on their linens. My point is, we don't need to be concerned about it. For more on Mitt Romney's apparent conflation of the very rich and very poor as constituencies unneeding of attention, we're joined by Jason Jones and John Oliver. Very nice to see you. We're going to start here. Seem very poor. We're going to start with you. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Nice try there, Stuart.
5: Okay, but we're not going to play your little class warfare experiment. Yeah,
0: we're not going to let you divide us. I'm I'm not trying to divide you, but you both represent the two most extreme socioeconomic groups in this country. No, don't try to pit the 1% against the equivalent 1%. Actually, I I think your numbers might be off. It's your 1%, but this is actually larger. Very poor. Is like seven percent poverty is like fifteen percent. No, 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 just, no, no, no. Yes. We're exactly no. no. We're exactly
5: the same. We're two That's... peas in a pod. Bugs in my bed. I say potato. And I say, do you actually have a potato? Because I could eat the hell out of a potato right now. <laughs> I am massively hungry.
0: But, but, but so both of you are okay with Governor Romney uh, uh, saying that each of these constituencies can be ignored because they're doing okay. Absolutely, yes.
5: I mean, I can take all my massive real estate holdings and defer the taxes through 1031 exchanges and minimize my IRS exposure through my Cayman Island subsidiaries and an almost sarcastic amount of trusts. So don't worry about me, I'm fine. (laughs) John? Well, I receive $12 per day from the government. So no worries about me. <laughs> Pretty comfortable safety nets. <laughs> Twinsies. Right. You know what's funny is I have a net, too. Uh, well, it's more like a golden parachute, but oh. same idea. Sorry, same. <laughs> Our life experiences are incredibly similar. Yeah, uh, we both love to fish. That's true. Last week, I went fishing for Marlin down in Key West. Yeah, and just yesterday, I was under a bridge in the East River trying to augment my protein intake. <laughs> I caught a boot and a used condom. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, well, we both like baseball. Yes, go sports. <laughs> um, we both love modern family. Yeah, who doesn't? Mm. And we're, we're taxed at the same rate. Yep. Wait, what? Mm? How the <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> How does that really <laughs> sense? <saying? laughs> All right. You...
0: You have no idea how much money it costs to get that kind of stuff through. (laughs) Uh, He is right there, to be fair. Right, but do you see no difference then in your circumstance? You don't see- No, you can't divide us with your class warfare, Stuart!
5: I am rich. And I am poor. When When we go home, we both walk through through front front doors. doors. Mine is solid mahogany. I don't really have a door. (laughs) It's true. It's a beaded curtain. I am poor and I am rich I like foie gras, I don't know what that is <laughs> so, so please don't, don't be concerned don't about us cause we're both okay. okay except for me I'm not okay He's fine I'm He's not fine. okay I not you
1: will all not as the same Jason Jones John Oliver Let's go! It's the most all star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every
6: competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount Plus. Go to paramountplus.com to try it free. Terms of Fly. Well,
0: let's begin tonight with the presidency. Uh, I think if there's one thing everyone can agree on in the entire country, it's that Barack Obama is the worst president we've had in my lifetime he's the worst president
5: the absolute worst president the worst president in history
0: exactly barack obama is objectively arithmetically the worst president in history and that includes our 30th president calvin coolio <laughs> remember then it was when america had descended into a bit of a gangster's paradise <laughs> anyway Obama's place as the worst president in history explains why he is getting so crushed.
5: President Obama is leading Mitt Romney nationally by five points among likely
0: voters. With support. Crushed with support. <laughs> well, Romney's inability to trounce history's worst president was all scheduled to change this week with a very announced campaign reboot, which, as you know, involves Mr. Romney taking a paperclip and putting it into a a hole. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> brings back memories of when I used to have to reboot rough men at the Genius Bar. I... <laughs> Unfortunately, Romney's reboot was thrown off just a tad. There are 47% of the
3: people who have voted for the president no matter one who are dependent on government, who believe that, that they're victims, who believe that they're entitled to health care, to food, to housing, to you name it.
0: Entitled to food! (laughs) Medicine! roofs. That's the Republican candidate for the presidency, seemingly characterizing a broad swath of Americans, which would include veterans, the elderly, the working poor, and much of the middle class, as a bunch of lazy freeloaders. It touched off a firestorm everywhere, but nowhere more acutely than at Romney campaign headquarters. (laughs) where it triggered something I like to call Chaos on Bullshit Mountain. (laughs) That's that uh, exploding bullshit dust you've all heard so much about. In the 48 hours since the Romney video first gained wide exposure, turd containment crews have been working overtime on Bullshit Mountain. Keep in mind it was posted by a left-wing website. Mother Mother Jones,
5: by
2: the way, put this tape out.
7: Mother Jones, the magazine no one reads. We're hearing word that Jimmy Carter's grandson
5: might have played an instrumental role in getting this video.
0: Oh my God, your campaign got blown up by Jimmy Carter's grandson? (laughs) the habitat for humanity <laughs> so word one from bullshit mountain is well yeah he said it but you only found out about it because of people that or we don't like <laughs> what's word two well the way he said it it was
5: not the the best way of saying something like this and it was he confused a lot of things he messed up in that it's not the the great the most uh ...ideal language to be uh,
0: eavesdropped on. He
5: wasn't criticizing
6: yep. them. He was saying that the American dream should be open to everybody. Yep.
0: You're looking and hearing the cynical, condescending, plutocratic words he was saying, not the aspirational, optimistic message he, in <laughs> retrospect, should have been meaning. It's like Romney jazz. It's the words you don't hear. That's the... So, in art for words a dubious source This is really just inartful words from a dubious source. Oh, and uh, one other thing. This is factually accurate what Romney is saying. If I'm governor Romney, I run with this all day
7: long. It was the truth. He's a boss yeah. who says the truth, but the, t- the well, truth often hurts. I think this
0: will be seen as a win for Romney. <laughs> let me let me let me sum up the message from bullshit mountain if I may. This inartfully stated, dirty, liberal smear is a truthful expression of Mitt Romney's political philosophy, and it is a winner. (laughs) Let me tell you something, you don't summit Bullshit Mountain unless you know your way around a turd or two. As you know, last night, the presidential campaign headed to Hofstra University, where the candidates debated before a diverse town hall crowd of Long Islanders, ranging from Italian guys to other Italian guys to a Jewish guy and his mom. Such diversity in Long Island. The first question somehow ended up on the auto
3: industry rescue. And I know he keeps saying, you wanted to take Detroit bankrupt. Well, the president took Detroit bankrupt you took General Motors bankrupt. You took Chrysler bankrupt. That was precisely what I recommended and ultimately what happened. Well, Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, In fact, Obama's publicly financed Detroit auto industry managed bankruptcy is not precisely what Romney recommended. Romney precisely recommended private credit, which at the time was to be precise, non-existent. Meaning under his plan, Detroit's bankruptcy would have been unmanaged and quite permanent. So the big question would be which version of Barack Obama would respond. The first debate's Sleepy Time McGillicuddy or Pretty Talk Jones. Candy,
4: what Governor Romney said just isn't true.
5: It's alive!
0: It's alive! President Barack Obama decided to attend this debate. (laughs) And the two candidates could finally have a truthful, substantive discussion about how much they hate each other.
3: Governor, we have actually produced more oil. No, no. How much did you cut licenses and permits on federal land and federal waters? We can actually make a profit. And production on private, on government land is down. No, it Production on government land of oil is down 14%. And production on gas is is down 9%. You'll get your chance in a moment. I'm still speaking. And the answer is, I don't believe people think that's the case. Because that wasn't a question.
0: (laughs) I believe you meant to add motherfucker. The question, mother-
3: <laughs> Romney was sharp. Said that the and Drew Blood. He said that by now we'd have unemployment at 5.4%. The difference between where it is and 5.4% is 9 million Americans without work. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. But for every point
0: Romney made, the president made more. Governor Romney was for
4: an assault weapons ban before he was against it. Governor Romney doesn't have a five-point plan, he has a one-point plan. The math doesn't add up. I I don't look at my pension, it's not as big as yours. Governor, you're the last person who's gonna get tough
0: on China. The last person who's gonna get tough on China is that guy, Romney. I mean, for God's sakes, Romney was assembled at Apple's Foxconn factory in Beijing. I mean, (laughs) that's why he's so (laughs) well-designed. Romney also... Romney had some other issues.
3: I don't believe that bureaucrats in Washington should tell someone whether they can use contraceptives or not.
0: Yeah, you should tell that to your disembodied voice that supported the blunt amendment, which does limit choice.
3: Of course I support the blunt amendment. I I thought he was talking about some state law that prevented people from getting contraception. So I talked about contraceptives and so forth, so I I, I really misunderstood the question.
0: Yeah, by the way, for those of you, let's say, in your dorm rooms right now, filling a large tube with water or carving an apple. whose ears may have perked up at the mention of a blunt amendment. Um, (laughs) It has nothing to do with that. (laughs) And Romney had some odd moments, like when describing his efforts as governor to recruit more women for cabinet positions.
3: I went to a number of women's groups and said, can you help us find folks? And they brought us whole binders full of, uh, of women.
0: One, the woman's group was called Masscap, and they approached Governor Romney, not the other way around. And two, my guess is they did not refer to what they presented as whole binders full of women. <laughs> but perhaps referred to it as a well-organized collection of qualified resumes. But hey, <laughs> binder of women, book of broads, notebook of nipples, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But of course, Mitt Romney still had an ace in the hole. The Obama administration's confused handling of the consulate attack in Libya killed four Americans.
3: It was a terrorist attack, um, and it took a long time for that to be told to the American people. Um, Whether there was some misleading, or instead whether we just didn't know what happened, I think you have to ask yourself, why didn't we know, five days later, uh, when the ambassador to the United Nations went on TV to say that this was a demonstration, how could we have not known?
0: Mr. President, you just walked into a midstorm.
3: The
4: day after the attack, Governor, I stood in the Rose Garden and I told the American people and the world that we are going to find out exactly what happened, that this was an act of terror, and I also said that we're going to hunt down those who committed this crime. Okay.
0: Forceful? Remind people that killing terrorists is kind of your thing? But still does not fully explain the colossal confusion-fueled <laughs> ups that were Benghazi. As long as Romney doesn't inexplicably walk into some weird nitpicky semantic trap that hadn't even really been set.
3: I think it's interesting the president just said something which, which is that on the day after the attack, he went to the Rose Garden and said that this was an act of terror. Oh boy. That's what I said. You said in the Rose Garden, the day after the attack, it was an act of terror. It was not a spontaneous demonstration. Is that what you're saying? Please proceed, Governor.
0: There's your first clue. (laughs) When you feel you're about to spring, what you, Governor Romney, think is the checkmate moment of the debate. And your debate opponent says to you, please, proceed. Hold on. Are you trying to open that door? Allow me to open it wide. <laughs> the door that you appear to want to walk through. But when your opponent does that, you might want to take a breath and wonder if, a la Wiley Coyote and the Road Runner." <laughs> That door your opponent is pointing to is merely paint on a rock. (laughs) Please proceed, Governor.
3: I I, I, I want to make sure we get that for the record because it took the president 14 days before he called the attack in Benghazi an act of terror. Get the transcript.
6: He did, in in fact, sir. So let me me call it an act of terror. Can you say that a little louder, Candy? He did call it an act of terror. It did as well.
0: Can you say it a little louder, Candy? Can you say it a little louder? Now, just the ladies. Can the ladies say it? (laughs) Can I get a (laughs) whoop-whoop? Please, Governor Romney, (laughs) proceed. (laughs) It was that kind of night for Romney, and the evidence of Obama's victory and resurgence was everywhere post-debate. MSNBC no longer seemed suicidal. (laughs) CNN, of course, looked to be shooting a virtual dick-in-a-box video. Fox News, well.
2: And the questions. There were 11 of them. Six were clearly
3: pro-Obama. They were softballs.
1: Topics that we haven't heard much about. Three extra minutes for Obama.
3: Moderators in these debates should be part of the furniture.
1: Did she assist the president?
5: Mid-sentence to fact check him. Through the presidential lifeline. It's the worst debate moderation. What
0: the heck is that about? No, no, no. Don't help them. Just let them cry themselves to sleep. (laughs) It's the only way they'll learn.
1: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Let's go! It's the most all-star-studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor
6: for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to paramountplus.com to try it free. Terms apply.
7: In the immediate aftermath of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death, Mitch McConnell... Senate majority leader and failed attempt at baking bread, has announced that he would allow President Trump to nominate her replacement, even though he had blocked Barack Obama from appointing Merrick Garland during an election year. But Democrats still held a shred of hope that they could persuade four moderate GOP senators to show some integrity and stick to their principles. And that hope lasted almost a full day and a half. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell secured GOP votes to move ahead with a replacement for the late Supreme Court justice.
0: Utah Senator Mitt Romney coming forward in the last 90 minutes to say that he will vote in a statement saying, quote, I intend to follow the Constitution and precedent in considering the president's nominee. If the nominee reaches the Senate floor, I intend to vote based upon their qualifications. Yes, my friends, even Mitt
7: Romney, the dad you ask when your other Republican dads say no, is going along with Mitch McConnell's plan. And I know some people were holding out hope that he would refuse to help the Republicans push through before the election, but for some reason, people always forget that Mitt Romney is still a conservative senator from one of the most conservative states. People act like Romney came into the Senate with a pussy hat on, but no, he's only moderate in comparison to cinnamon Hitler. And getting a lasting majority on the Supreme Court is what Romney and other Republicans have been dreaming about for 50 years on his bedroom wall growing up. Romney had a poster of Superman, a dancing horse, and an empty Supreme Court seat. Now, with Romney's decision, it means that McConnell now has the votes he needs to fill this vacant seat. Today was the final day in the impeachment trial of Donald Jambalaya Trump. (laughs) And no big surprise, he was acquitted by the Republican-run Senate, which (laughs) was never in doubt. Yeah, yeah, uh, don't boo, vote. (laughs) see, Impeachment <laughs> was, was known. Like, everyone knew where this was going. This, this was like a movie where you can guess what was gonna happen without even watching it. You know, like Titanic. Okay, it's a ship that's gonna sink. <laughs> or Sophie's Choice, some lady has to decide which dude she's gonna bone. I get it, I get it. <laughs> so with the outcome, never in doubt, the only real drama today was whether any Republicans would dare vote against Donald Trump. And it turns out there was one man with binders full of courage.
5: Republican Senator Mitt Romney emotionally announced on the Senate floor that he will break ranks and vote to convict and remove President Trump.
3: The president asked a foreign government to investigate his political rival. The president's purpose was personal and political. Accordingly, the president is guilty of an appalling abuse of public trust. With my vote, I will tell my children and their children that I did my duty to the best of my ability believing that my country expected it of me.
7: That is shocking. (laughs) that is shocking. Who would have thought that the most badass Republican in the Senate would end up being a Mormon dude named Mitt? (laughs) And i got to say Mitt, you proved everyone wrong. The haters said you were as radical as a glass of skim milk, but they were wrong, Mitt. You're whole milk, my man. That's right, whole milk, fam. And by the way, I like how Mitt said that he voted this way so that he could tell his children he did the right thing. Because that's such a white people thing to say, right? (laughs) No, white people love explaining themselves to their children. I couldn't look my son in the eye if I didn't do the right thing. Black parents don't give a shit. Like, (laughs) black parents are just like, boy, you better not look me in the eye. I made you, I'm gonna do whatever I'm gonna do.
6: Last night was the State of the Union, Washington, D.C.'s biggest non-orgy event of the year. (laughs) And I'm gonna be honest, I have never watched the State of the Union before because I have a life. (laughs) So I wasn't looking forward to it, but I'm glad I tuned in because it wasn't nearly as boring as I thought it would be. In fact, it's apparently got a bit of a UFC slash junior high cafeteria vibe now. (laughs) Even before the speech started, things started getting rowdy.
5: There were some tense moments at last night's State of the Union address. Cameras captured a heated exchange between embattled Congressman George Santos and Senator Mitt Romney.
1: One lip reader posted this account of how the exchange went down.
5: You ought to be embarrassed. Yeah, sure. You ought to be embarrassed. I'm well. be embarrassed. Be embarrassed. You? you ought to be embarrassed, huh? son. You got me? So that's your ass. opinion. Yes.
6: record tonight and say that I am sexually attracted to Mitt Romney it's not the first time and it won't be the last time I don't even care that he's a Republican or a Mormon in fact since he's a Mormon he'll be open to another wife and if not he's a Republican so he'll be open to having an affair problem solved said doesn't sound too harsh but remember it's mitt romney you ought to be embarrassed son is the mormon equivalent of suck my f-ing you pussy ass bitch
7: <laughs> explore more shows from the daily show podcast universe by searching the daily show wherever you get your podcasts watch the daily show weeknights at 11 10 central on comedy central and stream full episodes anytime on fairmount
2: plus
1: Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Let's go! It's the most all-star-studded challenge ever.
6: And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to paramountplus.com to try it free. Terms apply.